Hello and welcome to the 90 Hayden Row podcast, where we talk about all things Hopkins High School. My name is Evan Bishop, the principal here at the high school, and we are excited to be joined by two of HHS finest students. Uh, we have Drew Rancatori, our senior class president, and Hannah Ionelli, our senior vice president. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. We appreciate you joining <laughs> us. We thought a, a great way to kind of kick off this year's podcast series would be talking to who matters most here at the high school, which is our students, and getting a sense of what's coming up for senior year and what you're most excited about. Um, you both are outstanding students, tremendous athletes for those people who are listening, uh, but you've also been involved in student government for the last four years. So I'm curious um, why you decided to get involved in student government. Well, going into high school, I definitely had a strong desire to get involved with a lot of the stuff that the school has to offer, and I knew that I was going to be doing sports, and so I wanted to um, balance that out with something you know that wasn't sports because um, I knew the the volunteer work and the planning that gets along with the uh, student government, and that really appealed to me. Awesome. Um, I've been. I remember in middle school, I was always involved in student council down there, um, and I just loved having that liaison between like administration and the students and I thought it was so interesting to have that the students even if we were like in sixth grade and whatever age that is you could have a say in um, the administrative policy I, I really liked having that role. Now Hannah do you find the administration at the high school easier to work with than at the middle school? Um, well there wasn't as much of a connection I'd say <laughs> between student council at the middle school level as there is in the high school level but um, the administration in both is no, fantastic. <laughs> Um, Drew, what have you found most rewarding as being the class president for the last four years? If you could pick out maybe an experience or something that sticks out to you that's been rewarding. Uh, definitely, I'd say um, a lot of what I find most rewarding is the volunteer work that comes with um, being involved in student government because I remember when I was a kid and I did all the events, I would see all the parent volunteers, all the student volunteers, and um, they were just donating their time. And I thought that that was um, so genuine of them. I thought that <clears throat> if I could do something like that someday, I felt like that would be something I'd want to pursue, and I just feel like I get a huge sense of pride out of doing that now that I'm on the other side. Is there any particular volunteer experience that stands out to you? Um, I would say, yeah, the um, the volunteering to help uh, sort toys at Project Just Because. I do that um, as part of being involved with Student Council. We go each year. It's usually around Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and we go and we... Um, we basically organize and we help um, get boxes set up to be able to ship off to kids in need who need toys. Um, I have to say it's watching the events that we plan out like actually um, take place. Um, Drew um, and I and Bobby and Joe who are other officers, um, we spend Monday mornings in um, Mr. Golden's office and we work um, on a lot of stuff that we have planned for the rest of the year. And putting all that work in is just, it's so rewarding to see the events actually take out and have, see ha everyone having so much fun. Great. We will certainly get to some of those events in a moment. I'm yeah. going to ask you some questions about that. But, um, you know, I think that it, when people think of government today, it's, it's, it, we're in kind of an age where it's a little bit fraught with confrontation. And I'm curious just about your experience. We talked about what's been most rewarding. What has been most challenging? Um, I'd have to say the most challenging thing is trying to please everybody because it's obviously not possible but um, everyone has their own opinions um, and would like theirs to be the first heard so that's sometimes difficult um, having everyone understand the wider um, reach of our choices not just that it's not individually um, we're not trying to exclude anybody or anything. And how do students within the class or the school kind of give that feedback 
to class um, We've had multiple ways. We have face-to-face mostly, I'd say. Um, we all are friends with different types of people, and we all are um, very social and friendly. So um, we like to do face-to-face most often, but we have people text us. We have people call us, and I've we've had Instagram DMs. We have an Instagram account for yeah. the class, and we have people reach out on there sometimes too. Awesome. Great. Yeah. So when you think about your, you talked a little bit about uh, your other class officers as well. You guys have been together now for, for quite some time. Um, and you've done a lot of great things here at the high school. What do you want your legacy to be when people think of the class of 2020 officers? Um, I'd have to say I think I'd, I'd like to have everyone um, believe in us as like a supportive and um, group of people who take action on what um, they offer in their advice. A lot, I feel like a lot of the times people will think that we listen to what they say and just ignore and just do it our own agenda plans. Um, but I'd like to think that we will be remembered as people who actually take action on what other people say. I hope that our class or our group of uh, officers gets remembered as more so a part of the class as opposed to a glorified group of individuals who um, take action only in their own interests because that's what we try to do is we try to get student feedback and we try to incorporate things from all a variety of students who want um, their own beliefs to be heard and so I just hope that um, people see me, Hannah, Joe, and Bobby as um, people that are representative of their own voices. Now, obviously this is your senior year and you're going to be moving on shortly um, and we'll miss you tremendously. <laughs> Thank you. Has this experience... Um, pushed you in a direction that you'd like to continue student government, maybe at the at, at the college level and further? Is it something that you've thought about? Uh, it's definitely something that I've thought about. Um, I know that um, I'll be moving on to being more of a smaller fish in a big pond once I get to college, but um, I think there, that same desire that I had going into high school about trying to get involved um, with something that you know, isn't necessarily athletics, which I've been used to most of my life. I think that desire is definitely only going to grow because it has been during high school. And so I feel like um, there's definitely a lot of opportunities at college. There's a lot of ways to get involved with that kind of thing. And so even, you know, if it's not the glory days of high school, I feel like I can still uh, make it, <laughs> make an effort. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We have, um, we're, Drew and I are filling out our college applications right now. And they actually offer a section on what your interest would be might when you think when you're entering college what you think your interest might be. And I did check off um, student government because I just have found it um, so rewarding and even a little bit um, mind opening because you get to talk to so many different types of people that you may not have spoken with in the first place um, because you meet a lot of different people with different opinions. And I, I just really um, think it's good to have all those. Um, outside opinions. <laughs> and speaking of th- that next level, and I know one of the things that seniors do not like to be asked is, you know, where they're applying, how that process is going. So I'm going to stay away from that. But I am curious as to what you might think you want to major in and what you might want to do. I know what you're, you're, you're probably 18 years old, still have a lot to think about, but I don't know if you've, if you've considered kind of a field that you might want to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've definitely had... Um, a lot of a lot of thought going into this, and I feel that um, I might want to pursue a path of engineering, whether it be um, what I'm most interested in would be like civil or mechanical. Um, I just feel like I've always found enjoyment in problem solving in math, and you know, be a good time. Um, mine right now, currently, is biology is what I'm planning on, um, but I also might enter undecided because I'm not sure. Um, I really am not sure. I don't know what I want to do. So. <laughs> That's okay. I, I went in. Um, 
as a business major uh-huh. and lasted about a week at Fairfield <laughs> University and changed over to a sociology major. With My parents said, why are you majoring in sociology? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I got an internship towards the end of my college experience as um, in a guidance department at a local high school. Uh-huh. And that kind of piqued my interest in wanting to get into education. And I love sports, like I know the both of you do, and I wanted to coach. Uh, but this role here is probably the last thing I thought I would be doing mm. when I was sitting in, in your shoes. So mm. you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So obviously, we wish you the best of luck with that whole Roll process. So, yeah, well, yeah, go hit it. Go stags. <laughs> go stags. So a uh, lot to be excited about for senior year. Uh, you finally made it. You got, like you said, you're the big fish now <laughs> here in the school. Um, what are you most excited about for, for the upcoming senior year? Um, wow, I'm excited for a lot of things. Um, I've, I'm most excited, though, I have to say. I've heard countless stories um, of the grades above us that the grade just gets so close and so tight-knit over the course of this year and everyone just like realizes that their time is dwindling and they have to um, capitalize yeah yes. right. and so I've I've heard great stories of um, friendships being created and and I'm just looking forward to seeing our grade just go grow closer over this next year yeah, I mean, just what I've noticed with the the previous senior classes that there seems to be just an aura of of, of tight knit group, and um, it's just you know it's going to be a whole different feel. Just you know, being the oldest one in the school. I mean, I mean that's just that's just whack, you know. <laughs> but um, definitely like all the activities that seniors participate in, whether it be like you know the quirks from just entering into pep rally a different way to um, it's you a big know, deal. The entering yeah, of pep rally. It's <laughs> huge. Have we been thinking um, about that? Do we have a plan yet? No plan yet. No plan yet. My dance moves are really bad, so I'm not going to be high on the choreographing list. So it's going to be Bobby McGuire that we put out there? Obviously. (laughs) Is there an event, I know Pep Rally tends to be a a big one here, uh, that you're looking forward to most, whether powder puff, talent shows, um, whatever it might be, is there something that sticks out that is most exciting to you or are you looking forward to most? Um... I think that definitely a continuation of stuff that we've done in, in past, like you mentioned, the talent show, because I feel that now that we are seniors, um, I don't know if this was the case, but I feel like there could have been, you know, a feel of, oh, it's just sophomores, it's just juniors running an event like this. When it becomes senior run, I feel like that promotes more, um, you know, school unity and um, more people to attend. And I feel like the talent shows are a great way to bring people together. And a lot of cool stuff happens at those um as we've observed in years past, and so I feel like that especially. All right, so Hannah, I know that the senior class has already put together a few uh, different things to start the school year. Can you talk about some of the things you've already done? Yeah, so um, the senior class usually on the first day of school will wear tie-dyed t-shirts, tie-dyed green and orange, go Hillers, and we'll spray paint um, the word seniors on it, um, and usually our year of graduation on the back, and then on the first day of school, we'll get to the school a little early and we'll meet in the senior lot. Um, and this year we had munchkins and coffee and hot chocolate. Um, and everyone just um, hangs out, music's playing, and we just hang out for the first like 30 minutes before school starts for our last first day. It's great. Yeah. I, I always enjoy that energy on the first day of school. Yeah. I have to say, other classes have brought a grill and cooked breakfast <laughs> for some staff mm. before, but um, hopefully we have some time to. <laughs> Just pick it up, pick it up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's plenty of time. <laughs> you talked about your excitement about having a close-knit group. Uh, I would look at the class of 2020 and say it's one of, uh, one of the most well-rounded, um, inclusive classes that I feel like we've had here. Um, and I'm really excited for this upcoming school year. But I'm curious as to maybe one word you would use to describe your class. 
Um, I would say um, supportive. We've always been. Um, I remember growing up, you always hear those stories about high school and how there'll be those cliques and there'll be those um, groups of people that are just mean and they won't change. But um, we've never experienced that with our grade, and I don't know if it's everyone's um, doing their own thing or everyone's just really um, supportive and kind of one another, but I've definitely noticed that there's... um, no hostility between friends and everyone's nice to everyone. I don't know. I'm very happy to be part of this grade. <laughs> uh, I'd go with motivated. I surround myself with a lot of people who are just involved with a lot, and they take what they do very seriously. And you know, that's that's uh, just very appealing when you when you're able to be around friends and even people that you're not necessarily close friends with, but you that you see that are just uh, really into what they do. I feel like that's very prevalent in our class, and I feel like um, it's just. Um, a characteristic that has grown through the years, and I feel like they're making the most of, of their of their senior year. So, next question I wanted to kind of dive into a little bit is you've talked a about the senior class, but I am curious, you know, just about Hopkinton High School and your perspective on, on how things are going here. Um, you know, one thing we always try to do is we try to be reflective and, and make the changes that we feel like are necessary to make this the best school it can possibly be. And we work really hard at that. Um, we have our biggest school that we've ever had, over 1,240 students. We had a number of students move in over the summer. Uh, as you probably know, we're kind of running out of space a little bit with some of our <laughs> classrooms, so that's certainly something that we have to consider moving forward. Um, but what is one thing, now that you are kind of entering senior year, that you wish we would change here, or something we, we could do something different here to make the school a little bit better? Is there one thing that kind of sticks out? Maybe it's a class that we don't offer. Maybe it's an experience. What is something um, that we would like you would like to see us add here or change? I mean, you might hear something like this a lot, but I definitely like um, a lifestyle course, because I know that um, my aunt is actually a teacher at a school in Newburyport, and she teaches a cooking class. And I just listen to all the things that she does, and she has all these different apps and tools that help her with um, determining, you know, uh, health benefits and stuff like that. And I know, like, absolutely zero about that, so I feel like (laughs) I would benefit from something like that, and I feel like a lot of people would. Um, yeah, we've you've also probably heard this a lot before, but um, school dances, I know they're a bit... Mm-hmm. I was going to say ahead of time, disclaimer, don't bring that. Yeah. Say this, say yeah. right? We can yeah. cut that out. Yeah. But we, we had a dance last <laughs> year. Yes, we did. And really, no one really came. Yes, that was... I think that if you put the name Homecoming on it, people would come. You think so? Just yes. the name Just attached. the name Homecoming. The yeah. Factor. Why is that? Because it's such an all-American... <laughs> and that's like, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think the name Homecoming is automatically... Okay. A lot so we'll, of positive okay. So you're saying that if we if we have it around the, the homecoming football game, mm-hmm. which is usually the day that we have pep rally and feel lucky senior night and feel lucky senior night, of course. <laughs> How could I forget that? Of course. You think more people would come to that? Okay. Yeah. Golf senior days. Is it golf senior day? <laughs> there is. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. We don't exciting. get a lot of fans yeah. at the course, but yeah, we need to, we need to get that going. Yeah. <laughs> Since you brought that up, how, how has the, the fall season started so far for the golf team? I know uh, great. We're 1-0 so far. We beat Holliston on uh, this past Thursday. And, um, you know, we're looking to defend the state title again. Go Hillers. <laughs> and, um, you know, golf season, it's just so enjoyable. Like, I, I just love playing golf. And, you know, it's such a great time. I mean, I can't say enough, like, positive things. Awesome. Um, same with Feel Lucky. We've had a couple um, bumps in the road this season. With, we had coaches in and out. Um, but we're steady in our um, leadership now, and we have new coaches and new roles, and they're all doing very well. 
Um, we have our first game today against Medfield, home, so we're excited for that. Awesome. And to kind of comment, uh, obviously, Coach Bannon, who's been with the program for a number of years, uh, had back surgery yes, uh, this summer, and um, we, based on that, have had to make some changes and, and moved up uh, Miss Abate, who's a middle school English teacher, yes. who was the JV coach now to be the varsity mm-hmm. coach, so we're excited to have her as, as part of the program at that level. So totally. Obviously, best of luck throughout the course of the Thank season. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's amazing how many state championships you know we've been to. When you think of athletically, yeah. I know you've had the experience this this spring in baseball as well. Yeah. Uh, and talk a little bit about your summer experience. I know that you were a big part of the Ashton Legion. Yeah, team yeah, as well. I played for Ashton Legion this summer. Um, it was definitely. Um, I know I've said this about the class, but very close group. Like a lot of guys that um, it was just very cool because we played against a lot of guys during the high school season. A lot of guys from Holliston and Ashland, and then to be teammates with them during the summer season was just like. Like, it was definitely a whole new type of experience, I feel like. And we also had a lot of success on the field. Like, it definitely translated. We made it to the state championship game for um, for Legion Baseball. And, and who did so you play against in the state championship? We played Lawrence. 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 Yeah. We lost 2 nothing. the same score as the high school baseball mm-hmm. state championship game, yeah. which was unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you? How did you spend your summer? Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't do very much this summer, um, job-wise <laughs> or Legion-wise. Um, <laughs> I volunteered. I was a counselor at a bunch of camps. Um, I helped run the Summer Bible Adventure okay. down at St. John's Church. Um, we have like, oh geez, like a hundred and a hundred kids come, and then we have fifty counselors, and it's just um, a week full of fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. That's a great way to spend the summer. Yeah. I did some traveling in my summer. Um, and first of all, yeah, we went to the Vineyard for the first time, where I saw class of 19 president, Alex Wojak. Wow. Really? Yes. Just on the street. So maybe we will cross paths yeah. this upcoming perhaps, summer, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> I've never been to the Vineyard. Yeah, there. it was my first time. It was a wonderful experience. If you're experience. looking for me there. Yeah, it might not happen, right? Probably yeah. not. Okay. <laughs> and I also went out to Lake Michigan with my family to visit some college friends, which Fine. was nice to get away. Um, and uh, my daughters turned seven over the summer, and they're oh heading into seventh grade. Thank you very much. Yeah, we had a party at our house with all their friends, which will be the last time we can do that. <laughs> um, but it was a wonderful summer, it really was. And it's also kind of that turn for them where they've gone from watching kind of cartoons into kind of Disney shows that are not cartoons uh-huh. anymore, and yeah. now they're getting a little bit kind of embarrassed to be around me in public. Uh, so that's been a real transition for, for me. For shame. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. So that has been a, a tough uh, pill for me to swallow, but certainly it's something that, uh, it was a great summer, always is, and I'm yes. excited to be back. Um, in terms of kind of being the big fish uh, here at the high school that we talked about before, uh, I'm curious as to advice that you'd like to give to under, underclassmen. Um, you know, I, I sent an email out to the senior class right before ninth grade orientation and got quite a few emails from students about pieces of advice that they wish they had known before they came into high school. So for any of our underclassmen that might be listening to this, what's a piece of advice you'd like to offer them? Uh, definitely uh, a thing that people are concerned about, obviously, is grading. And what I feel like that I've learned from my experience is that it doesn't hurt all the time if you want to take a risk, whether it be... Um, you know, in an English paper trying a new strategy that you've never done before because it might pay off for you and even if it doesn't, it serves as a learning experience. And so in that regard, it's more important to look at how you are growing as a student as opposed to just individually the number in power school, whether that number is going up. Yeah. Do you think, well I guess I'm curious, Drew, where do you think all that kind of pressure comes from when it comes to grades? And and how do we really make a, a difference on helping students kind of 
find a, a better balance. Yeah, definitely uh, a lot of self-influence when it comes to pressure for grading. And so if you, I mean, it's natural to put that much pressure on yourself because you want to do well, you want to impress yourself, you want to impress other people, but it should be mostly about yourself and your own ambitions. So it's natural to put that much pressure on you, but um, at the same time, in order to find that balance, you just got to find strategies that you're comfortable with. And that goes along with um, trying new things because once you find a set of strategies that works, then you're going to be more inclined to follow that and be a lot more confident going into your, your tests, your quizzes, doing your homework. Excellent. Well said. Um, I think there's a lot of people in this school that are just so incredibly academically inclined and smart that there's no, um, it's hard not to be intimidated by other people's work. Um, and so you're constantly, I agree with Drew in that it's a lot of personal um, pressure. Um, and even just from like college, like that whole end goal. Um, everyone always feels the need that they need to do everything in high school and be involved in everything. Um, and if I could give a piece of advice, it'd be to um, get involved in what you're interested in and not just for what looks good on a resume because um, that's, that's what's gonna be the most enjoyable and the most um, passionate you can be about. So I, I really think that it's important to stay true to who you are and not just um, be involved in activities just to say you're involved in activities. It's great pieces of advice. I really appreciate it. Um, do you think that there are things when we kind of think about this pressure and, and the stress that students are under, whether it's self-inflicted or coming from other areas, that the school could do better in terms of addressing it when we, we work with our student body? Well, I feel the school already does um, a solid job of making things not necessarily about grades, but about growth in terms of students. And so I just feel like stressing that fact and um, continuing to, you know, give positive feedback and, you know, constructive criticism on assignments that students might not do as well on because those can serve either as, um, you know, pitfalls or they can serve as opportunities for growth. And I feel like too often students make it into a pitfall. And so it's important to try and continue to maintain that, that positive feedback and that can really be enforced by the staff. Yeah, I've thought about it a lot before actually and I, um, I've had conversations with my friends from other towns and they're in shock at how much we do to reduce stress in the school, whether it be having like a dog in the guidance office, a pet before you have a test, or um, even just having power school closed on to parents and stuff like that. Um, no notifications. I think that our school does an incredibly tremendous job um, on reducing what they can of student stress. I think a lot of it um, does come from the individual and that is hard to change without changing their own mindset, but I think we do a fantastic job. Well, I appreciate that. It's certainly something we focus on and, and know that there are room, know that there's room for improvement. Yeah. Um, you know, some things we've changed this year are some uh, tweaks with our schedule. Um, we're going to be doing Hiller Days mm. every Friday from October mm. through June. And for I those love of Hiller you Days. Who, yeah, talk, yeah, I'd love to get your <laughs> thoughts on kind of that change we made. For those of you who don't know, Hiller Days, we start school at 8.15. Uh, so students have the ability to kind of sleep in a little bit, or they can come into the school and access the gymnasium, the cafeteria, the library, seek out teachers. How do you think that change has gone? Because I believe you were a freshman when we first started Hiller mm -hmm. Days, and we used to do maybe once a month, and now we've gotten to the point where it's going to be every Friday. What are the biggest benefits? Or on the other side, what maybe some you know some things that right, maybe yeah. don't work out when it comes to Hiller Days? I mean, as long as it doesn't negatively impact school time, which, I mean... 
the administration and staff might have a better read on that than I do. But from a student perspective, I hardly see any benefits because I look forward all the time to the next Friday, Hiller Day, so that just so that I can get that extra hour of sleep because sure. it's just such a um, a safety net the night before knowing that you're going to be able to have that extra hour of sleep and that the sun's going to be out more and you're going to wake up feeling more refreshed. And that doesn't necessarily mean I go to bed later. It just means that I feel a lot more you know, happy going to bed. Mm. We <laughs> want you to be happy too, going yeah. to bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Hannah, I'm curious, there's a lot of talk out there about high school starting later. I know that there's communities around us that start school a little bit later. The Hiller days are one day a week where we're starting later. Do you think students would like to start going to school 8.30 or later with a later end date time-wise? Or do you like the idea of having a one day a week later start time? Because there's a lot of discussion on what's better. There's a lot of research out there about sleep patterns for yes. high school students. So just curious from a student's perspective, when you think about start time, do you think it's something we should really consider moving back, which would then extend the end of the day a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Um, I would not want to move the school day start time um, because in my personal opinion, I just think it would bump everything up another hour and we'd be staying up till 11 instead of 10 at night. Um, because we'll still have the same amount of homework and the same amount of time given in our activities after school. So say practice gets out and you get home at 5 and you do homework till 9. Instead of practice getting out at 5, then I'll get out at 6 and you'll just be going to bed at a later hour. Um, I think what makes Hiller Day special is that it sounds funny to say, but we schedule downtime into our schedule because um, all of us high school students are so busy with our lives nowadays and all our activities and our sports and our school that um, we don't often take time just to um, relax or give yourself an extra hour of sleep or even find help in the ways that we um, offer extra help before school. So I think that's the scheduling of downtime is actually what's beneficial out of the Hill of no, I pre Yeah, that's, that's a great point. And we have a scheduling committee here that meets, there's about 10 staff members, one member from every department uh -huh. that was part of some of the discussions when it came to Hill of Day. And, um, we have a group of students that are part of the principal's cabinet, which is a subcommittee of our student council that mm -hmm. we're really going to be focusing on changes with our schedule this upcoming year. And one of the proposals that we're going to explore a little bit is incorporating a flex block schedule, mm -hmm. which is even more scheduled downtime for students yeah. throughout the course of the day. I don't know what that would mean for Hiller Days, but it's something we have been hearing from students about wanting more of that time for them to maybe get extra help, get remediation if they need it, uh, maybe some enrichment. Um, maybe it's visiting a, 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 a club advisor for something that's coming up. So there's a lot of different opportunities mm -hmm. for us, and that's yeah. certainly something that we're going to explore and hopefully have something maybe put together in the next year or so. So you know, along those same lines, it's, yeah. it's, it's really important that we consider that. So we talked a little bit about senior year, kind of your, your plans maybe for, for after high school. Now I want to get to know you a little bit better, maybe outside <laughs> of the school. So we do have some kind of what we call a speed round of questions. So. <laughs> Don't think too much about them. Kind of think whatever comes to your mind first. You're gonna kind of spit out the answer. We're gonna start with Drew, All right, I'm ready. and then the, the, it'll be the same question for you, Hannah. Oh, okay. uh, well. So, uh, first question we have here is your favorite staff member here at the high school. My favorite staff member. Oh God, that's that's a lot. Um, I'd give the nod to Mr. Spiegel. I had him for two years. Um, definitely brightens my day. Very positive guy. Um, I'd have to go. I can't pick one. I'd have to go. Baldiga, Leon. Um, Lachansky, Greco, I don't know, I can't okay, pick. So we're already not following through yeah, on the sorry. question. Good. <laughs> Who is the funniest staff member that you've had? Uh, Mr. Simos, even though I've only had him for a few days so far during Gov, I had him as my He's baseball coach. He's had that much coach. of an impact. Yeah. <laughs> and I had him as my baseball coach sure. the last sure. two years, yeah. and definitely his humor is like right up my alley. 
Sai most by far. Yeah. <laughs> Get him to stand you up comedian. You and I just came from the class, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's been the most difficult class you've had here at Difficult. Um, probably AP Chem. A lot of homework in AP Chem. Definitely very rewarding, though. Taught me a lot about time management. I have to agree. Chemistry. Yeah. That wow. Was, that was a difficult class, I know. Drew and I are very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is one, uh, one class you wish you paid more attention in? You know, same answer. AP Camp. <laughs> <laughs> I played one too many online trivia uh, games. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. Sorry, Miss Smith. Um, mine's not really... A, uh, it's an elective, um, but studio art, which sounds funny in the like when you're thinking about it, but I actually... Um, miss it now that I'm taking an um, actual course as my elective. I miss like having that downtime, and I don't know. I wish I enjoyed it more while I was there. Yeah. Favorite genre of music? Uh, classic rock. Classic rock. Voice current. <laughs> Can I go jump in right now? I talked to Bobby McGuire the other day, uh, and he said that you like classical music. And so when he told me it was like Billy Joel and things not like quite, that, I yeah. had to explain to him that that's not necessarily classical no, no, music. Yeah, it's classical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friends make fun of me for my music taste, actually. It's like, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, indie, I don't know how to explain it. Like the Lumineers. I really like the Lumineers. Okay, yeah. Um, what do they sing? Um, do you know the most popular one is like Ho Hey? Do you know that song? No, you want to sing it? For <laughs> well, certainly not. Um, <laughs> but I like I like the Lumineer. I don't know. I like a lot of bands. I don't like fast songs. I like slower songs. Slower songs. Yeah. Do you pick the 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 music before games for field hockey? And, I do, and that's okay. not slow songs. That's not slow yeah. songs. So you have to step out of your comfort zone for that. Music, yeah, yeah. music. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Do you pick the music for your? I don't know if golf has. Does golf have warm-up music? Uh, it does so, not, why but not? I was yeah. very frustrated during basketball season. I wasn't allowed to have any say in the music, and I really did not like our warm-up playlist. Like so this year, are you going to change it? I'm going to change yeah. it, yeah. Like, it's supposed to get like hype before basketball games, and I was just not doing that. Yeah, you were listening <laughs> to more of the indie yeah. music. Yeah. You know what about. Speaking of music, if you were to pick one karaoke song to sing, what's your go-to? Logical Song by Super Tramp. Okay, I, haven't, wow. I don't know if I know what that is. Um, only because Bobby McGuire does a great rendition, mm. but I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Mm. You will never see a better karaoke performance than Bobby McGuire singing. So this is the part. second question that you have, and you, you haven't answered. So I asked you, what's your karaoke? Oh, I would, I would want to sing it. You, you want to sing it with him? I want to try to outdo it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, gotcha. Okay, so you're not, you're not competitive at all. No, not no, at all. gotcha. Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, the, the class secretary for your group is... Bobby McGuire. What does the class secretary actually do? Um, you know, he contributes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bobby's Bobby's great. Bobby's great. Um, he but the role itself. <laughs> oh, what do you think it does for those people who are wondering what a class secretary? Oh, he definitely handles uh, the newsletter section for 2020. He contributes what we put in the student memo, and. Um, Apart from that, he's involved with everything that the president, vice president, and secretary do, in, or treasurer do, in terms of volunteer work and planning. What is the most overrated day of Spirit Week? Um, I'd say America Day because all those leggings, like, do you know the ones with the American flag on them? They're yeah. so itchy, and I just want to change as soon as I'm in them. Okay. Okay. Right. America right. Day is my one chance to wear my American flag T-shirt. <laughs> I would say pajama day, just because you know wow. I like pajamas, but I wear them to bed and not to school. Now, are the seniors planning to do the reverse as they always do oh, here? As always. And yeah. why is that a tradition here? I can't say. I don't know. I think I don't it's know. just to 
show again that we're different. <laughs> different, yeah, which we were talking about being yeah. inclusive. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's kind of ironic. Yes. Um, I also have a pair of, um, not a t-shirt, but I have a pair of actual pants, an American flag pants. Ah. Wow. Stripes on one side. Yeah, I wore it one time Exotic. here. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe I'll break them out again this year. Would, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're a sight. I recommend. Sure. Yeah. Mm. What's your favorite takeout food here in Huffington? If you were to go get something to eat. I go to Bill's a lot. Yeah. My family and I what get, get a lot of subs there. Subs. Big um, sub family. Big blue Ready sub through? guy. I don't know. The Chicken bacon ranch sub. Nice. Delicious. delicious. Yeah, we're getting close to lunch. It sounds delicious. <laughs> I don't know if this counts, but um, Hoppio, that counts as takeout, sort of. Is frozen? I don't if think you take it out. You can, they the have restaurant. covers. I guess, I guess, yeah, okay. I guess you're right. It does. It just that's technically. I yeah. eat it in a lot of times at Hoppio. Hoppio. That's my favorite place to eat in the entire town. <laughs> it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah. <laughs> if you were allowed to take any job in the world right now, what would it be and why? Uh, I would take uh, general manager of the Boston Red Sox because <laughs> Dombrowski. <laughs> Dombrowski, that's right. Because I do a lot of maneuvering on my sports video games, and I feel like I have a lot of experience already. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I could take any job, I would take. Um, I read an. We read a, my mom and I were reading a news article actually, like a year ago, and I think it was. I'm not even sure who it was, but it was one of these millionaires and. Their wife was looking at, for an assistant to help um, distribute their charity money. And you just got to sit there and go through charities and pick charities. And I thought that would be so much fun. Just to, you know, that's like, I don't know. It's such a rewarding job and you don't yeah. have to like actually, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Do you often sit with mom and read news articles together? <laughs> she loves the news, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'll always read them out loud, so I just sit there. Do you actually read newspapers or do you, is it all online for you guys? Mostly Boston Globe online. Awesome. Yeah. Online. My online. dad still reads the newspaper. Does he? Yeah. Every Sunday. There's something nice about holding a newspaper yeah, in your hands. He yeah. cuts out a section for me every now and again. He does. So, yeah. Well, that's nice. I still read books, yeah. pages. You I do. can't do What's the last books. book you've read? Um, I'm currently reading Becoming by Michelle Obama, which I like really Ooh. a lot. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I like Michelle Obama. Book. Yes. Yeah, we, um, there's books um, for children now that kind of have a series. It's like, you know, one through five based on the yeah. reading level. And we bought one around uh, Michelle Obama right yeah. to our daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really yeah. enjoyed it. Most recent one I read was A Dog's Purpose this, this past summer. Oh. liked it a lot. It was pretty sad, but, you know, I love dogs, so <laughs> I thought it was happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a dog? I have two dogs. What kind? Rocky and Ruby. They're Cavachons. Wow. It's a mix between a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel and a Bichon. Mm. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm sadly allergic to all animals. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, wow. okay. My dogs don't shed though. Nope. Uh, it's the dander. Even a horse Interesting. can't get on a horse. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I have a, a almost nine-year-old English bulldog. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Named Virginia. Yeah. Sleeps all day. Like, like twenty name. hours a day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big West name. Virginia football yeah. fan. Oddly enough. Oh. Uh, don't ask how that became a West Virginia football fan, but her <laughs> name is actually West Virginia, but uh-huh. we call her Virginia. So gotcha. I like human names for dogs. <laughs> My cousin's dog is named Kevin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Hannah's dog is actually named Ben. His name is dog, so there you go. <laughs> of so course. a few examples. Uh, if you were uh, had superpowers, what, what would it be if you had to pick one power? Invisibility. Invisibility. Like the, wow. You know, not that I like to sneak around places. Just, you know... <laughs> You don't want to be visible. Sometimes you can just not be visible. <laughs> um, well, well said. <laughs> definitely to fly. I would want to fly. So, I want to fly so bad. Yeah. No, there's a member of your class that wants to be a pilot. Is that correct? Jack Breslin. Jack Breslin. Yeah. yeah That's pretty impressive. Mine, yeah. Have you? Um, he invited me to go on a, a, a flight with him. 
Yeah. Tell me now. Yes, he did. <laughs> now, do I trust that? Like, I would what, trust him. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to I see would you trust go him first. My parents, my parents would have denied the offer. Yeah. You think so? He he flies. Where did he fly? He flies he to Martha's Vineyard. Vineyard. Right? He flies yeah. um, down to Nantucket. He seems very responsible. He can go to Pennsylvania. Like, he is, yeah. 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 Uh -huh. I, I, could, I would trust him with my life. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him do his flight simulator stuff. It's very. Very intriguing. Yeah. We should have them on the podcast and we talk should a little bit about that, right? Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay, I'll look into that. Yeah. <laughs> I love this question. If you were to have a conversation with anyone in history, who would it be and why? Conversation with anyone in history. Um, I would say... Probably... Jackie Robinson. This is the guy I wrote my seventh grade long comp about, <laughs> and so I know a lot about him because um, I just, you know, he relates to me on a sports level, and at the same time, you know, obviously all the, the racial issues and everything, I feel like that would be very intriguing. I'll probably look back on um, this question later in life and think that I, this is a silly answer, but I... <laughs> I hope, I really hope, let me stop you, I hope you... <laughs> Think back on this podcast experience oh, in the future and think about this. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, but I've heard that Dr. Seuss is incredibly funny, and I just would want to have a conversation with him. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. It's a tough one for me. There's so many. I, I recently saw the play Hamilton. I'm not oh sure my if you're familiar with wow. Hamilton. Uh, down in Providence. I yeah. uh, brought the family, and we've been listening to that music quite a bit, and I've really got to. to you know, I knew quite a bit about Alexander Hamilton, but not nearly as much uh, now that the play has come out and yeah. been able to read a lot about him. He's just a fascinating, one of the fascinating founding fathers that I think I'd love to have a conversation with. He is. And it's a favorite song. Yeah. yeah. What's my favorite song? My Shot. Um, yeah, yours? Um, Skylar Sisters. Skylar Sisters. Yeah. yeah, so um, uh, my daughters have uh, Peggy t-shirts. So <laughs> I love the Skylar Sisters. But anyway, um, have you seen the show? Yes, you I have. have. Where yeah. did you see it? Um, we saw it in Boston, right? Yeah, we saw it in Boston. It really is yeah. quite a performance. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Do you like Broadway shows? You know, maybe later in life. <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> I also didn't attend many of it growing up, but I really enjoy going to them now. Love going to our performances that we have here at the oh, school yeah. as well. All right, last question as we wrap up here with Drew and Hannah. Uh, what has been the most memorable moment you have had so far here at HHS? I would say the junior prom, and that might seem like a really easy answer, but especially from the class officer perspective, just all the planning that we did going into that just felt really rewarding when we were there with our entire class and everyone was so, you know, so enjoying it. And it just, you know, you know, warms my heart to see that. Yeah, that's <laughs> wonderful. And you talk about not having great dance moves as well. Yeah, so for that to be I the worked most on yeah. He's a fantastic answer. Yeah, so he's not, yeah. yeah. No, he's, he's no. No, very humble. What about you, Hannah? Um, this might seem like a funny and type of like minor little um, anecdote, but whenever we have our um, class meetings and the administration comes on, um, I don't know what it is, but the class has. Um, a tendency to just start clapping after like every fourth sentence says. Um, oh, I haven't noticed that. <laughs> um, and I just think it, it's like the perfect representation of our class. And right. I just think that's what I, when I think of our class, that that's the thing that I think about. They're not clapping to make fun of the administration, are they? They're more supporting. Oh no us way! Yeah. Support, of course. You see it in class too, like teachers. Yeah. I remember we had the first day of our um, language class with Mr. Franchock. And he was like, and today for homework we'll have blah, blah, blah. And then everyone started clapping. And he was just so 
throne. <laughs> <laughs> Why on earth a group of students would be talking at that? But I, it's just, I don't know if it's they think it's funny or if it's, I like that answer. Yeah. That is a great answer. Thank you. <laughs> well, Hannah and Drew, thank you so much for joining uh, the podcast. You. We appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank uh, you for having I, I wish us. you all the best in the school year. I look forward to watching all your accomplishments, both on the athletic fields, but also in the classroom. Uh, and I look forward to spending a time with you at all the different events that are coming up. So Amazing. thank you again. Thank you. Uh, and for those uh, of you listening, uh, as always, if you have some ideas for us to, to talk about here on the podcast or any special guests you'd like us to interview, please reach out and let me know. Uh, but until then, uh, as always, be kind to one another, keep smiling, and be positive, and go Hillers. Thank you. <laughs>